and welcome to this final New Year's edition of CGM Radio Crosstalk, where we bring together the hosts of the CGM Radio Network to discuss the hottest issues of the day. With me is Bob Siegel of the Bob Siegel Show, JP from JP's Political Matrix, Jim Barry with the Since You Asked podcast. I am Ryan Holland, founder of CGM Radio and host of World News Brief. Delighted to be with all of you guys today, uh, just ready to, to dive in and really recap as much as we can in an hour or so, recap kind of the, the highs and the lows and everybody's kind of final thoughts on this year. What a year it's been. It's literally been a year like no other. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like with where we are mm. right now politically, we're kind of mm -hmm. at 1776 and 1861 wow. all rolled into one. But here we are. So, uh, gentlemen, maybe we can just maybe we can just start off with uh, kind of I don't know what's uh, what what are kind of some big ideas or, or big thoughts you have about the year and we can just kind of roll mm. and, and go from there to, uh, you make it sound so easy to unpack the suitcase that is 2020 well you know what <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm gonna leave you it's guys a... to do all the heavy lift, lifting y'all are the y'all are the deep intellectual so I'm, I'm gonna throw it off on you guys but no you know I mean there's so much from mm -hmm. so much from this year. What, what what's the stuff that stands out? Uh, probably the election and and everything that was wrapped up in that. Uh, I, I think that is even the bigger story than than COVID for me. Uh, COVID was just a um, an accessory to affect the outcome of that election. In my opinion, my my uh, conspiracy theorist mind. Um, and, and, uh, but, but the outcome of the election, the way it all happened is something that was staggering to me. Jim, I, I, I agree. And I, I think that, that the, the COVID was, it's almost like, uh, you guys know how the legislature has come together. And when somebody comes into power, like, like, let's say the Democrats, they took over the house and, and they just so happened to have like a 3000 page, you know, here it is ready to go. Well, we wrote that in three days or I think that there, this was a, 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 a situation where we, to, to add to the conspiracy theory, not that it was necessarily something that popped up, but it was, it was almost like it was ready to go and waiting for a COVID situation. Now, I don't know if it was as good uh, or if they're that great, uh, conspiracy masters that they actually had China involved and they said, okay, let's launch this disease. Let's do this. It'll only kill some old people. We'll be okay. I don't know if it was all that great, but I do think that it was pre-written and somebody was just waiting for the opportunity, i.e. maybe a George Soros type that does go into that world of conspiracies that says, well, something just, it just seemed too clean for this thing, which ultimately is a, a strain of the a bronchial coronavirus flu, if you will, that has just been blown out of proportion. We all understand. Yeah. And, and and that's why I think you're right that it was taken advantage of. Boy, I took yeah. a long time to get there. I apologize. But man, that's what I, I but think. But it was a beautiful journey. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's something to yeah. your conspiracy that it was it was it was uh, 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 used in a manner to yeah to, to, yeah yeah get, the, get their way that's what i was trying to say <laughs> uh, your mic bob your mic is muted 
We're having technical difficulties. Is this oh, okay. 2020, guys? Is this just a recap of yeah. 2020 right there? That, that, that Bob's mic is <laughs> well, off. Hey, listen, I mean, that, while, Bob, while we're waiting on is, Bob, this is this I'm is here. A, there I'm he is. Here. There he is. <laughs> 2020. Let me recap. read this. Well, I, I, wish I, wrote, I, could. I wrote this. Um, I read it on Bob's show last Sunday night. I wrote new lyrics to Auld Lang Syne. Oh. Would you like to hear them? <laughs> Thank Please. you. Please. <laughs> May 2020 be forgot and never brought to mind. <laughs> May 2020 be hindsight and left so far behind. We wore our masks and got our shots and waited in long lines. And Netflix was our movie show and DoorDash where we dined. And surely you'll have memories and surely I'll have mine. May 2020 be forgot and days of old Lang Syne. There you go. Now how's Bob Very gonna follow nice. that genius up? <laughs> wow. Bob? Well, I've had time to think of it since he did read that exact same thing on my Sunday broadcast show, which is the same as uh, today's podcast show. So <laughs> I get to respond to it twice. Well, I'll, I'll say some of the same things as I said on my own program because it hasn't changed. My summary of 2020, it sucked. That's it. <laughs> I could get a little more, but nothing says it better than that except no, that. Hashtag that. A lot of people are acting like it's a relief that it's over, and thank God 2021 sure. is here. Nope. Uh-uh. My friends, it has, it just 2020 was horrible, but at least there have been some vestiges of a republic involved still. Mm-hmm. If, the, if the Biden administration, and I call him Mr. Biden, not President Biden, if that administration gets control of the House and the Senate and the judiciary, which they're going to get if they take control of the Senate. Mm-hmm. 2020 is going to be looked back at fondly. Like, Good wow, in 2020, yeah, at least we year. had a little <laughs> bit of freedom left. And if only we could go back through time when it was so glaringly apparent what the government was doing and mm-hmm. fight them off instead of tamefully submitting into 21. I don't know who thinks 21 is going to be a better year. And I, I know we keep saying we're holding out for that miracle, and I still believe in miracles. I'm not going to keep giving that disclaimer every time I talk, though. Our, our leaders have let us down. The GOP, mm. no big surprise. SCOTUS, no big surprise. Even the Justice Department, no big surprise. I liked Barr, but he came out of that ilk. He was cut mm. from that cloth. Mm. He was returning to repair things. He probably had good intentions, but somebody took him aside and said, no, we can't have too big of a black guy for the FBI because that way we would lose the trust of the American people. And we're not asking you to do anything devious. We're just asking you for the sake of unity, for the sake of the American people, Mm. because the American people (laughs) want us to move. I am so sick of that phrase, the American people. I am one of the American people, and I don't want them to do any of that stuff. I don't want to move on. I want them to blow Mm. a lid off of everything. And I'll go you one more. The lid's been blown off. Anybody who wants to see just exactly what happened in this election and just exactly what they were doing to Trump the last four years, really five years, if you count the year before he got in, they can see it. And a lot of them do see it. And people are either cowardly or they're brainwashed. 
And I think right now we've reached a point where a lot of the brainwashing is evaporating and it's mostly cowardice that's taking over. And going back to what JP said, I'm not into conspiracy theories either. I can't tell you the mechanics of how it worked, but I have no doubt just as the impeachment was winding down, the virus got here. I'm sorry. And China, the greatest benefactor of getting Trump out of the way. Of course, there was a phone call. Impeachment is failing. Release the virus. Oh, we're recovering from the virus and the economy's opening up again. Release the rioters. Mm -hmm. Just as, oh, mm -hmm. the Mueller investigation is failing. Start the impeachment. It's one thing after mm -hmm. the other. And you wouldn't even have to have looked at the election results yet to know that this is just exactly what they were going to try to do. We came on this show. We all knew they were mm -hmm. going to cheat. That wasn't any big surprise. Anyway. All I, right. I, I, I think you've I, said I can't that say that my rants much different than my other <laughs> rants, but there you go again. It's, it, it's actually beautiful. And you, you only forgot uh, one thing though. Uh, it was really all for the, the children. You forgot the, the American but, people. But we, we always remember yeah, that it's always children. about the all children. All the Democrats the want is to bring all the children of the world to sing mm -hmm. together in harmony. Right. William Except Barr. for the ones that we exterminate through infanticide. Not, not those children, but no. all the other children. We're just doing it for the kids. Can I? Oh, I, I can't let this one go. Oh, go. I'm sorry. Go. This is just the epitome. I'm watching the news. I'm, I'm watching this myself or I wouldn't have believed it. Although why I wouldn't believe anything these days, I'm sure I don't know. Here's this little kid waiting in line at a store to see Santa Claus. Probably one of the two stores in the country that even has a Santa Claus this year. And of course, Santa Claus is behind plexiglass and he's the kid's wearing his mask and he's not going to sit on Santa's lap. That's just for starters. So he's ho, ho, ho through the plexiglass. What would you like for Christmas? I want a Nerf gun. Oh, no, no, no. Santa doesn't give any guns. Kid's four years old. Oh, my God. Kid's gosh. four years old. He starts crying. He says, but but it's just a Nerf gun. No, no, no. Not even if the mother had to console him. It's okay, honey. She brings him home. Now, to the credit of the store, they felt bad, and they sent another Santa Claus to the kid's house and hand-delivered a Nerf gun. Oh, wow. Okay. I hope somebody fired that other Santa Claus. This is like the nightmare of Christmas. Or what was that Tim Burton movie? Yeah. Nightmare yeah I think that was it. The yeah. nightmare before Christmas meets Miracle on 34th Street is what this was. And it's just, I know that's just a little anecdotal thing, but it's so much epitomizes no, it sums where our up. country's at right now. It sums up 2020. It's like that picture with the, the white kid. 10 years old, about 10 years old, wearing a mask, uh, holding up a, like a black power fist and uh, like Black Lives Matter shirt. It, it was just it was just such a, a perfect summary. Like this little kid is like exactly what 2020 was was all about that. It's it's uh, it, it's it's incredible. It's incredible yeah. how the world has changed, you know, for for me. Okay, so my big prediction, and I've really come to this in the past 24 hours, and I haven't really talked to anybody about it. If you've been following CGM Radio News on Twitter or Parler, you've, you've seen this mentioned. But 
I think that, you know, if we're, if we're going to talk politics for a few more minutes, my prediction, well, for one, the GOP is dead to me. The GOP is dead to me, and I'll tell you why. What they are doing in overriding Trump's, Trump's vetoes and joining with the Democrats, and they will, and even though Mitch McConnell said, okay, we're going to come back and we're going to you know, do the 2000 and we're going to work on, you know, election investigations and all of this. McConnell's trying to save his rear. And the reality is the fact that this NDAA is going to strip Trump of his ability to even use the Insurrection Act if if necessary. That what they're trying to do here with this stuff is just to, to cripple Trump as much as possible going into it, and I, I just don't, I don't see how they at at the end here, how they just abandon Trump like this. And what they've got to realize, and a Rasmussen poll just came out. It's up at CGM.news, along with the fact that if we're going to talk about COVID, uh, the first known U.S. case of uh, the Chinese Communist Party virus has actually been discovered in Colorado. So we're, round two is here in the U.S. just in time for 2021, but. Uh, okay, yeah, you were saying about the, the the new the new virus strain showing up in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a new strain showing up just in time for 2021. It's like round two, well, a new strain well, like a virus. I'm surprised they thought they that, even needed it, that. All they had to do is wait till flu season and exactly. go, whoa, and just the go, flu, uh-oh. shut everything down. Which they've is what they've this got is. this template in place. They don't even need a new strain. But the new Rasmussen yeah. poll yeah, that's was, what I was, was, talk was about. awesome. Was, yeah, 72% of Republicans say that Trump is the model going forward for the GOP. Yep. And if you're going to abandon the <clears throat> most pop, he might be the most popular Republican president since Abraham Lincoln. He might be the mo- most popular Republican president even with Abraham Lincoln, like he ever. He could be. But the GOP never got the memo. No, they didn't get the memo, I think, because so many of them are likely very corrupt, tied to China. We're calling, you know, Mitch China Mitch with his wife, Elaine Chow, and all this. My prediction is that the GOP, I mean, the, they're, they're basically Fox Newsing themselves. They're New York Posting themselves. Mm-hmm. They are, they're committing, they're committing suicide. It's like, you know what? We got the money. We got the ties to China. We've got all this. Adios, sayonara. We're heading out, and I think that the GOP is going to crumble, and I think out of the ashes will rise. Uh, maybe we could call it the con- uh, U.S. Constitution Party <clears throat> or something. I don't know if we're even able to get to that point. But you know, we're in. We're suspended right now. We're suspended in world history, not just American history. We're suspended in world history right now. We still don't know who's ultimately going to take office January twentieth. We, we still don't know. But you're on to something, though. With the model of the GOP uh, uh, being Trump held up as the model for the GOP, I think we're going to have a restructuring of the GOP. I think we are going to see things happen at the voting booth. I think we're going to see things happening. We're already seeing it happen. We are seeing conservatives flow in. What we're not seeing is the leadership getting the message. And that's what I think we're experiencing. But that's going to come full circle. But I also think that what a better picture being painted right now then this 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 picture of 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 the gop failing of everyone turning their back on trump but guys hasn't he for four years relatively speaking been doing this on his own anyway 
Isn't this Absolutely. just a beautiful yep. opportunity for who, Trump to do it the right way, knowing that he doesn't need politicians. He's got the people. Yeah. When you have the people, which which this country, those are our representatives and this whole cliche, they work for us. The government is us. That's been lost. And it yeah. really might take the pitchforks and the burning down of the city before they get we get it all back and they all get taken out to the streets and and you know and and put put in the barn i I don't know what else it's going to take but but i think it's set up to be it's apropos that he be there by himself right now to take us across the finish line and to have victory through the constitution like getting completely back to the basics i think that that's what it's set up for and god will be the glory will come to god absolutely through all of this because that's where trump has turned there's not a coincidence that you see diamond and silk and 70 other black leaders laying hands and praying in the oval office i mean there's and that's just one of several opportunities of things that we've seen happen in donald trump's life we do not know where he stands but i will tell you i've seen a transformation from 10 years ago donald trump doing the apprentice to today and what he's trying to do and the things that everyone doubted he would do, but he's done completely. He's been the most conservative of any president I've ever been alive to see. And don't you think when he got elected four years ago, he did that on his own? Who yeah, was helping? The whole him? thing. He's been on you his know, own this whole time. You're the exactly. Republican Party hated the fact that he got the ticket. Oh, yep. So he's been on his own from the get go. And uh, uh, I, it's going to continue. And, and I don't think he's going to go away. And I don't think we are going away, though. Well, I hope he goes away if he doesn't overturn this election, goes away for the sake of his own safety, because they are planning to arrest him mm. and his family and convict them. And I don't care what the charge is. They'll convict him of not helping an old lady cross the street when he was in Cub Scouts. They'll, they'll find something. I think he should go to Israel and have Netanyahu hide him somewhere if he's planning to come back and run again someday. No, that's not I how our country runs. Come to that. But mm. if this election goes to Mm-mm. Biden, and right nope. now all indicators are, are that it's going to, unless Trump invokes some executive privilege and declares martial law, if this thing goes to Biden, he needs to get out of the country because it's not true that now that he's stepped down, they're not going to be obsessed with him. CNN is going to continue talking about Trump every single night. MSNBC is going to continue talking about Trump every single night. They're not going to criticize Biden. Every problem with the Biden administration will be Trump's fault. And they want blood. And the elites in in Washington, the FBI, the CIA, the DOJ, the, the people in the Pentagon, they wanted this guy out of the way. And if they could throw him in jail, then they could really get him no, out of the I, way. I mean, so if he if he doesn't pull this thing out, I just hope he's smart enough to get out of the country. And what really bothers me is I believe that some of the closest people to him on his cabinet are telling him to move on. Yep. Whereas, you know who, who drives me nuts is Geraldo Rivera. And I know he's a nice guy. And I know he means well, but he's never been the sharpest tool in the shed. And he really should just stop going on TV and saying things. And whenever he gives the president advice, the president's never on in the room. He's on Hannity. I'd like to, uh, Sean, uh, talk about my uh, friend, the uh, 
president. He needs to uh, quit whining and uh, move on. I went, Geraldo, just just get off the tube. Geraldo, you got to understand, he's going, they're going to try to put him behind bars if he doesn't pull this off. Not only him, they'll go after his family. They hate his kids. They especially hate Don Jr. Well, not if he's uh, a uh, good sport. I just... Where do they get these guys from? It's amazing. It's amazing. I, 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 I have to take the opposite viewpoint. You're I believe, wrong, JP. I believe, nope, I believe there's 80 million of us, and I believe the those were true and real. And I do know that, <laughs> I do know, I, I do know that they, they, they can try all they want, but I do know this. They're our cousins, our, our uncles, our aunts, our nieces, our nephews. These are our fellow Americans that are inside the military, and every police union across the country endorsed trump you guys think that every one of those 100 percent, are going to turn their back and not undermine the democrat or liberal side of this whole thing either with you don't think they're going to start if it got to that point literally they're taking our president into into behind bars that nothing's going to erupt that that's just going to be okay that that's going to be okay I with every so. police union it's going to be okay with every military personnel that's our cousin nieces nephews uncles they're all out there f- flying the planes well, look, they're they're holding I, the guns I, they're on the front lines and they're going to be the ones to allow all this to go down when when a million people can can gather in Washington DC tomorrow in fact watch you know what, J- JP, January 6th. I, I just feel like I feel like police. it's to the point fellas that we're at the eruption point it's not going to be fun and games anymore. Okay. The Democrats you know, are really I, screwing I around with something ask. with fire. I think they're in. I think there's going to be a big, big problem, and I, I do believe it's going to be, uh, I, I, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to say, it, but, but I just believe in my heart that civil war that things are not going to be pretty if that's the way that they think they're going to handle things as our representatives. I just don't believe it. I can't. I, I just see have it to happening. ask, though, because I, I do believe that most of the police are not corrupt and I do believe that most of the FBI are not corrupt. I do believe it comes from the top. But I've been listening to Sean Hannity talk about the FBI and the DOJ for years and never did he talk about it without this this disclaimer. Oh, and, and when I talk about the FBI, I don't mean the rank and file. I, I don't mean the rank and file. Okay, that's great. Where I'm at a point been? where I'm I saying, agree. where is the rank and file? Yeah, where are they? Where have Why they haven't been? they spoken up now? Where were these police when they were ordered to stand down? Why didn't they take Why didn't they take their stand then while they're standing in front of burn, buildings being burnt? I, 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 I would love I to see this happen, and I agree. I agree with you that probably that is the sentiment of most of them. What will they actually do? I don't know. I hope you're right, JP, but so far their track record has not you're, been one of revolution. They have been tamefully submitting right. also to their institutions. So we'll see. At we'll what see. point do they do they you're right. What at what point do they look at their 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 what would that be? A commanding officer and say, Nope. See what I mean, at what point so does that happen? Being your burnt point? down to a crisp wasn't that point. What I know. Is, I agree with point. you. I, I totally agree so with what, you. And, what it and would that's be, the though, frustration. Everyone's what it would be, though, guys, point. what it would be, though, to JP's point, what it would be would be our brothers and our cousins and our neighbors and everybody who loves freedom and understands that Donald Trump was the one that God used to preserve that freedom. It would literally be us as in us like lots of us we the people that get word of what's going down on our former president and thousands and thousands of us go 
to protect him. I know that sounds insane, well, it, but I know. that's I think that is actually what it would have to end up. I mean, end up being we get strapped and, and we and go. Something like that may be happening in Washington on the sixth of January. Right. We need to pray. That well, that but that will be a peaceful demonstration. I'm I'm certain. Uh, you know, well, someone made a comment uh, after all of this happened. Uh, Trump lost the election, and you didn't see Republicans and conservatives rioting in the streets and burning buildings and and doing all of that. Is there a point? where enough is enough and people on the right side of things or the conservative side or however you want to describe it, will they resort to violence if necessary? I think Do you think that's possible. Yes. I think some of them will. I hope it doesn't come to that. But the problem is, unfortunately, that's what our politicians and our SCOTUS seems to respond to. I believe that among other things, they were afraid of riots I, and again, we've talked before about this. It could be that there are personal threats against them, their lives, their kids. Yeah. It's a variety of things. Some of them are politicians. Some of them have threats against them. A lot of them are scared for different reasons. And it's easy for us to sit here and cast aspersions. But I still have to say this. Sooner or later, somebody has to say, I don't care what the press writes about me. I don't care what you call me. I don't care what you threaten against me. Even if you threaten my kids, you come after my kids, I'm coming after you. There's no place you can hide if you come after my kids. But I'm going to still do the right thing. I'm going to still vote the right way. I'm going to still hear the case I need to hear in the case of the courts. Somebody's got to do that eventually. Well, leapfrog over that. I mean, what's the next step? Revolutionary, re, re, the revolutionaries in the past, they didn't sit around and, well, I don't know, hopefully they vote our way. No. I mean, they, you and I, we're the ones that, that went in and, and fought. I mean, at what point does it come to that? I don't know. I, I'm asking. I, I, I think I, there's I, a I was saying this point. the other night. I mean, that, people uh, are not happy. Why can't you find anywhere in this country ammunition on the shelf? Why? Who's buying that? Is that BLM buying that? Is that Antifa? I don't think so. No, I think it's that's, people. That's and Cousin I think, Jethro. I think it's, it's Cousin Jethro, and their yeah. stores are full, and their neighbors are full, and their 4 by 4s are full of gas, and they are pissed. And they're the ones loaded up with every gun and piece of ammunition that was on the shelf six months ago is gone. You can't find it. You can go to yeah. Academy at 9 a.m., and the line's out the door every single day, and yeah. it's flying off the shelf. Why is that? Why? Is that because they want to hope and pray Mitch will vote the right way? I don't know, man. I think it's I think it's building up. There's a pressure cooker, and they're bringing it on themselves. And it is it is people. Yeah, nothing may happen. You're right, but I will tell you this: if they come and they start being <laughs> dumb enough to start pushing into areas of the world that cousin Jethro runs, you know, his household a different way than they do in Virginia or California or New York, and they start coming in and pushing, and at some point they're going to push too far. It just, it's just, a, it's just going to happen. It's just how it is. And I don't know what that means. I don't know how that looks, uh, but hopefully this peaceful demonstration on January 6th will, there'll be a little bit of a message received and that's what we're praying for, of course. But I think people are getting prepared for. Yeah. And here's the they, thing they about someone's January house. Yeah. 6th. I hope if anybody, and this is something I'm, I'm going to be publishing a world news brief in a couple days. Uh, and it 
it addresses in part because a lot of people are hoping that that Mike Pence on January on January six will simply, uh, I guess, not open or destroy the certificates from the six states where, of course, I think there are a whole lot more than six states that are in question, but the six states uh, that cast uh, dueling electors that are in question. I know New Mexico cast dueling electors as well. And everything that I've seen, and I did a lot of research on Pence and what he's really said and done since the beginning of November, everything has told me that Pence is not interested in a fight. He has given up. He is... I have no... Now, again, I believe in miracles. I'll even say this. You know, a lot of us think it's a miracle. I remember there was a friend of mine that said... He said that it'll be a miracle if Trump wins at this point. And I immediately agreed with him. I'm like, you know, yeah, I agree. You're right. But then there was something that hit me that... I'm not saying it was like God or anything like that, but just the thought came to me, and it was just like... Maybe the miracle would be if Biden wins. Maybe that's actually the miracle because there's a lot that we don't know that's going on behind the scenes. And and a lot that's not even reported much in the media, including this Ukrainian press conference that happened yesterday where, where they were talking about all this corruption with Biden specifically. They played a phone call between Biden and Poroshenko, the, the prime Mm. minister. And, it's there there's weird stuff going on and i'm not making any prediction here i'm I'm pretty much out of the prediction business at this point you know probably my (laughs) my my gop you know burning to the ashes prediction is probably wrong i'm just really ticked off right now um because they they they're really just abandoning trump like the cowards and the losers that they are Uh, it's and and they really i guess they love china more than they love america and they want us to become a surf state to to china okay but i i don't i i don't i don't know the thing is though kind of bringing it back if we're counting on mike pence i remember there was a there was a december 23rd and i'll go into this a little more in a couple days on my show there was a december 22nd or 23rd speech that pence gave to TPUSA, Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk's fantastic organization. Mm-hmm. And this, the crowd started chanting, Stop the steal! Stop the steal! Stop right. the steal! And Mike Pence paused uncomfortably for a few seconds and he said, You know, you know we're going to need you. We're going to need you to fight the radical left. We're going to need you to stay vigilant and engaged. We're going to need you. In the, and it was like weak it mm. was weak look at at vp look at at mike mm. underscore pence you decide for yourself but i watched that whole speech on december 22nd and we're still mm. in the thick of this where hashtag where's pence i'm not counting on him now maybe i would love it if this was some kind of this some kind of cue thing where pence is pretending like he's not going to do anything to put everybody off their guard and at the last minute he does something i will take that i will love it I will rejoice, but I don't see that boldness. I don't see that fight in Pence that we absolutely need right now, that Trump needs. Trump needs his vice president. Look, give Pence credit, man. He has been with Trump through thick and thin, through the worst, through the end. He's always been there. Why is he, what's going on right now? And you know, the year 2020, 
We could do puns all day with 2020. I'm I'm wondering what I title, you know, this episode of, you know, of crosstalk if we title it, you know, 2020 unmasked or, you know, 20, you know, 2020 clear of it, whatever, you know. So many different ways you could you could you could title this, but I I feel like in so many ways this year has been a ironically has been a year of clarity. It's been a year of exposing. It's been a year of fraud or, or masks, no pun intended. Like if you're wearing a, a mask, a facade, I feel like it's been like that. And I think especially since the election, people that I loved in the political realm that so quickly abandoned Trump, it's just, it just drives me. I, I don't believe they it. abandoned him after he came to their rescue. That's Absolutely. Right. He would not be in power if it hadn't been for Trump. Nope. That's Absolutely. Exactly How many right. seats have we gained? Did we did we gain in this election? And that How many kind House of, seats? That kind of turncoat attitude and, and action is what's got so many people boiling. So many people had their heartstrings out on this election in a big way. That's why every Friday night you saw people every Friday night throwing their Trump flags, American flags, and Americana all around for everyone to see. Never before. Never before. Did Kentuckians... In the history of any election yeah, no, ever before, across the country, a 90-mile uh, a, a car you know, uh, a parade for, for Trump, never in the history of anything. I, never. But yet, and it, people's heartstrings are out there right now, and that's why I'm saying this is tied in too deeply yeah. for this to be stolen it and for him over. to go to jail it is not it's, even over. if biden gets There's in nothing. it ain't over no it's but far from i over. still have a hard time understanding how that could even occur especially with all this stuff coming out it just keeps building and building and building that's why that's why these conspiracy theories have legs because everyone understands, everyone's just looking around, going, "Oh my gosh!" But there's too much. It's like the oh, you know what? You know what they say? Uh, who is it that says overwhelm the system? Who is it? Well, it's one of those uh, Hillary Clinton follow. You know, she follows that. Uh, oh, Saul Alinsky. I think it's Alinsky. Yeah, isn't, isn't it, yeah, isn't it part of it to overwhelm the system? There's too much going on right now. It's overwhelming. Too much news that's negative. That people are overwhelmed yeah and there's too much legal stuff going on the judges the court systems everything's overwhelmed they're trying to take the clock and just knock it down and and say okay it's just gonna wind down and we're just gonna we're just gonna kind of wear us out exactly and we're just gonna end up but 2020 yes i believe everyone's going to have clarity i believe that the vision is going to come into focus on I think Americans more than now more than ever please tell me if you guys agree with this at least that the exposure of Washington DC oh, yeah. has been I think I think unmasked to your point unmasked more than any time in history right now more people are aware of what's happened and the, Washington DC moving forward is going to have more difficult time continuing in mass deception than they've ever had in their history. Hey, Ryan, there's your title for today's show. Masks. 2020, the people masked, Washington unmasked. Boom. <laughs> Done. The people yeah. masked, yeah, 2020. Okay, that's it. That's the title. We got it. But what do you guys think? Do you think that uh, moving I forward, totally, there, I totally agree with there's you, There's more JP. exposure, and if anything, that's what came of all of this. But I still I think agree. it's not over. It, they, there is exposure, and I think people see what's going on, but the ones that can do something about it are not doing it, and it is going to be up to the people. Agreed. One thing I mentioned yesterday uh, on my most recent podcast 
we need to be careful what we call this because I'm hearing a lot of talk about civil war, which may in fact be exactly what it's going to be. But the last time we had a civil war, the state seceded from the union because of slavery. And I wish I could say most of our American citizens, most of the American people are smart enough to make the connection that there could be good reasons for states to secede also. But everybody's got it in their heads that secessionists in the Civil War, that's just a bad thing. So what we need to do is go before that one, go back to the Revolutionary War, where we were also seceding, but that's a secession that looks good in the annals of our history. We seceded from King George and the royal country of England. We were colonies of Great Britain. We seceded from them. So we we should not be calling this Civil War II. We should be calling it Revolutionary War II. Let's pick the correct name for Amen. this movement. All right on. Amen. Right on. And well, we would be seceding from the big government that is Washington, D.C. That's all. Why? why We're seceding from King George. We're not seceding from Lincoln. That's the way this exactly. thing has to be packaged. Now, here's the thing. I, I think the majority of Americans would agree with the things that we're all saying here. I think uh, clearly, you know, the man got 70 million votes. And, and uh, I think most Americans feel like something went wrong. They feel like they got ripped off. They're not happy with the thing. They're fed up with corruption. They're fed up with professional politicians, people who have been in office for 30, 40 years and uh, aren't doing anything for them. Um, I think there's a problem, though, for the average American who scratches his head and say, what can I do? Mm. What can I do? Voting hasn't worked because I vote for somebody and then they don't represent me. Um, and I have a family to feed, so uh, I've got to be careful to protect them. Uh, I think I think there's a, a kind of a lostness for a lot of people. They just they just don't know what they can do, and so uh, rather than be put in prison or rather than lose their jobs or rather they'll say, okay, well. I'll, I'll just toe the line and I'll, I'll take this measly existence uh, that the government's going to allow me uh, because I don't know what else to do short of uh, a revolutionary war like you're talking about, Bob. And I just don't know if there's enough people. You know, we've been, it's been a slow process as a people. We've kind of been brainwashed into a, a false morality and, uh, you know, the, the story you mentioned about the Santa and the little kid and the Nerf gun. Most people will immediately say, yes, violence is wrong. We shouldn't teach our kids violence. We shouldn't give them toy guns. But they'll put their kid in a martial arts class where they learn how to tear someone's lungs out. You know, I don't, there's, there's just a lot of things that don't make sense. Um, I, think, I think the American people are kind of lost right now for, for an answer. What can we do? It's, it's not a question of what we can do. It's a question of what we can't do. We can't submit anymore. Mm -hmm. Now, that comes, as you put it so well, Jim, with a price. But if yeah. people are going to say, what can I do besides putting my job on the line? What can I do besides putting my finances on the line? What can I do besides putting my reputation on the line? What can I do besides putting my safety on the line? If those are the questions they're asking, 
then they're not going to be a part of this because they're, uh, yeah. they're really, we've reached the point. I, I wish it were 50 years ago where we can say, well, what you can do is get out the vote. Yeah. <laughs> How did that work out for us? Yeah, that's not, that's the not working now. And that's and Democrats aren't losing any sleep on us getting out the vote because they know what to do with our votes. It's called dominion. Well, the, it's called the, the a lot Demo of other names. Well, the Republicans did get out the vote. The, the, the problem was the Democrats printed out the vote. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's right. You go. See, you, you go back to Germany in 1939. Go back to uh, Russia in 1917. You know, these, these uh, times, the masses, the people, weren't supporting, you know, corruption and, and dictators. But they're duped. They're hypnotized. They're brainwashed. And they just kind of go along with the thing. I've, I've asked myself that uh, from the time I was old enough to understand what happened in Nazi Germany, how could people, how could good Germans just look the other way? And uh, I think we're in that situation right now. I think people are just going to say, oh, well, oh, well, um, we lost and there's nothing I can do about it, but I got to get up and go to work Monday. Yeah, that's called the Geraldo Rivera theory of Americanism. <laughs> well, um, a, I the hope president has so wrong. much to be proud of. He should be a good sport and quit whining. Yeah, and that's, that's and that's, that's a, what we're hearing from yeah. our from the yeah. Mm, yeah. a Republican. That's what we're hearing from. That's what, what people have to understand is if the Democrats, and this is why we're so we're suspended in American and even in greater in world history right now. If the Democrats, if they take over, they're going to if. Think about what they've been able to do without the presidency, without the military. Good point. At, at their behest, at their command. Imagine, imagine what they can do with the power of the presidency that they were, will take to levels never seen in American history. They will be able to, they will, well, they've already told us they'll pack the courts. All these hundreds of judicial appointees and three Supreme Court justices that Trump has gotten worthless they'll just pack the supreme court and yeah we'll have we'll have some good judges that make some good rulings but they'll just keep appealing it to the supreme court supreme court will just take in the cases and just all of these hundreds of judges trump appointed it, it'll be all for nothing they'll add senators to uh you know dc and puerto rico statehood they'll add uh, senators they will uh, likely expand dominion voting in other states like if, if they get the power of the presidency the United States is finished. That's why I think you're right, Bob. It's not a civil war. It's a. It's a. This is a revolutionary war, and I'll I'll speak to what people can do right now, and then I'll we'll have to talk figure out because there are some things people can do right now. CGM.news. There is a. It is a. Uh, it's an article. Sample letter to send to your representative, encouraging them to stop the steal. It's in red. It's at the top of the page. Check it out. And I have numbers to contact your congressmen and senators. Do it. Do it. Call them. Write them. Tell them to stand up. Tell them to protest on January 6th. Tell them to, you know, encourage Mike Pence or whatever. Uh, that That's something that, that you can do. But this is, uh, now, after January 6th, that's not going to do any good. So that's what, but that's what we can do right now for the next for the next week or so. But this is everything Trump has done. If they get in charge, 
will be worthless. We will we will officially, we already kind of are, we will officially be a banana republic. The reality is, is Trump, he has to do something. If January 6th doesn't work, and from the indications that I've seen, it doesn't look like it will. I hope it does. I hope I'm wrong. If January 6th doesn't work, Trump will have a drastic choice to make. Is he going to save America and save the free world, or is he going to step down, and is, and is he going to subject himself to a rabid Trump-hating, quote, Justice Department, an FBI that hates him, a DOJ that hates him, an NSA, a CIA, a media that hates him. He will literally be public enemy number one. They will go after him. I've seen it in the New York Times, Financial Times, NBC. It's all over. They are salivating at going after him. Is he going to save himself and his family? And is he, is he going to save America? And look, there was an article in Newsweek, actually, that, that came out about a week ago where they were talking about all the rumblings actually within the military with concerns about employing some kind of insurrection act or something like that. Like it's And, of course, they only quote the, the anonymous sources that are against it. But, I mean, if you're in the military right now and you're facing the prospect of a, of a Kamala Harris as your commander-in-chief, I mean, this is, you know, whose, whose side are you going to be on? So, uh, but he has to do something, something, you know, there are these points in American history. I heard, you know, Steve Bannon likes to quote, he says, uh, uh, there's, uh, uh, his, there's no, what is it, no history, uh, um, or history is made and, and, and if, for decades in a matter of a few weeks or something like that. Like, what, ha- he, ha- I'm just saying, guys, he's got to save this country, if the Democrats get in power, we're done as, as a republic. Now, there's options after that. There's secession and there's all that. But if we want to save the United States of America mm-hmm. as is, as a constitutional 50-state republic, I'm sorry. I, I, I hate to even say that. I hate this. It pains me. It sucks. But at some, at some point, He's got to pull the trigger. He's got to he's got to drop the nuclear bomb. He's got to utilize the military and stop this theft of our country. I, I don't know, guys. I agree. No, that, now that, you're talking. It, now that's I, the passion. Uh, you actually have an outlet. You're here sharing this. Your voice. You, you're able to focus. There's people that are countless, countless people that are just going about their days because they have to. They're paycheck to paycheck. They're moving along with their life as well as they can. Some are locked down. Some aren't. You are pouring your passion through a microphone. They are building up steam inside of their heart, which is a pressure cooker. And it's going to be something at some point that uh, that, that something's got to relieve that pressure and it's going to be some kind of grand event good news event and that's the thing here trump has nothing to lose that's what he's got to realize he's got nothing to that's lose right. by pulling a trigger he's got the entire country the military the police everyone's on his side everyone will back him everyone i'd be up there in a uh, minute if i could and i would go stand around, around the white house telling him not to do that the people around well, trump well, are saying you you have such a great legacy come back in four years and no, be the pin uh, the kingpin chooser There's, there will be no 2024 uh, exactly no. Yeah, how are you gonna he vote? needs to understand that they're wrong there will be no yeah. 2024 as if there's going to be someone to stop them over the next four years to prepare and print exactly two billion 
ballots that'll go 85% for the Democratic Party all the way down the ballot, by the way, this time. It won't just be at the top of the ballot. Oh, they're printing They'll them for Georgia they're right now. They're already doing it. Right, exactly. So all that will be in place. And who's going to stop them? The DOJ? Oh, oh well, no. FBI? Um, um, not so much. Uh, who, who? Who's going to go in for the next four years and stop the corruption that's going to have tentacles that then go deep and far and wide and will never be able to be on? And that's where you go into secession. That's where you say, okay, well, we're out of here, dude. We're out of here. We're just screw this. We're out of here. We got our military. We got our port. We uh, sorry. I'm talking about Texas, fellas. I apologize. <laughs> well, Bob, yeah, I mean, you know, hey, no, Jim's here. Jim's good. Bob, you can stay in my guest room, Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Bob. Uh, I have Bob, a question for you guys. We'll keep a light on for yes, you. Yes, sir. If you were Donald Trump, mm. and we're talking about all these things, radical decisions, tough decisions, that kind of stuff. If you were Donald Trump, would you fear for your life right now? I mean, there have been presidents assassinated. There have been uh, attempts on many public figures' lives. Would you fear for your life if you were Donald Trump and said, uh, I have a decision to make, and if I make this decision, it could cost me my life? Have you considered that? No, I don't think he thinks that way. I think he's his whole presidency. How, how could he even function? How could he go out and be as confident as he has, shake as many hands as he has, before the COVID and even during COVID and showing up live yeah. events on a 24 hour notice. How, you, you think he lives in fear after performing across the I don't country? Know, I'm, that I'm asking that. Well, if I mean, he's the know. most hated man in, in the, on, on the planet, according to, according to Hollywood and the, the, you know, uh, media. So I, I think that this man doesn't, can't even contemplate that mindset. He is a man of the people. And I mean, he's either been exceptionally lucky or the left is just a bunch of retards, which we know them to be. It's a mental problem. Well, the reason I say that is because they've had every opportunity on the planet to do something about it. And they, I mean, he's out there in live and, and, and in full color for everyone to see and nothing's happened. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he, I don't think to answer your question, I don't think he thinks no, that way. Uh, no, I, I agree. I agree, JP. I think, you know, I, maybe he should. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now that's a different question though. <laughs> maybe he should. That's a different <laughs> question. But, you but, said, but yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't think he, he does. First. I think he's, he's, he's an anomaly. He's a political that's, anomaly. That's key. This is, this is a once in a lifetime leader. If that's once why in it's, multiple lifetimes. It's for such a time as it's now. For, it, Nobody like, it, else could be any through guy this. that needs to be in office in this situation right now that could pull the nuke. That could absolutely say that has the balls exactly. to do something. It's and if only I can say guy. that on a Christian radio station, it, it's him, and and that's that's where we're at. I know. Um, I'm. I'm. But one thing I'm excited mm -hmm. about is that we were able to such a, to have such a lighthearted kind of easygoing conversation <laughs> to end the yes. year off guys as this, this has been guys this, this has been, been nothing but great. lollipops oh, and man. popcorn and sunshine and candy. rainbows over here um i, well, I know we're being lighthearted uh, one word to fix the country one word plastics and only if you're oh, a fan of the graduate you mrs mrs robinson i believe you're trying to seduce <laughs> me <laughs> wait is this it's a wonderful life no, no, no. Was, no, no you're trying to tell me. You oh, you're too young. You're too young. trying to get me to invest way, in plastics. Okay. Well, I know. Hold on, Jim. I know Bob actually has to go. Bob's got to sign off because he's okay. got uh, something right after this. So what I wanted to ask, uh, Bob, final thoughts, because we are, we're, uh, we're about 51 minutes in. But, Bob, final thoughts. And if you would uh, give the listeners an idea of what they can expect from your show maybe in the next few weeks 
um, and, and that sort of thing. Because okay. uh, I, And everybody go to cgmradio.com, subscribe to our shows. we got lots of great content coming up uh, the rest of this week and then into the new year and so forth. So uh, definitely check that out. But Bob, if you, if you would... If you would share. Yeah, well, again, you heard my final thoughts. Plastics. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, the, the I plan to continue doing as I have been doing. The theme of my radio show will continue the same. Christianity and its relationship to politics and pop culture. There will be all Bible apologetics shows, all political shows, many about the arts, which uh, we've been kind of top heavy on recently with Christmas. I will. I already explained this to my audience, but I will say it again. Around the holiday time, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, my, I have a Monday through Friday show. Lately, it has not been on every single day. As we get into the new year, I'm planning actually on coming to Texas, having a belated Christmas with my son. So it won't be on exactly Monday to Friday, but I did promise my audience that even during this holiday season, I would sprinkle a handful of shows at least each week. So to, enough to tie us over. Once I'm back on the even keel, I plan to continue just as long as I can, as long as we live under a republic that allows CGM radio, and this has to do with my broadcast show too, uh, will be the first things to go if these goobers take over. But as long as I'm able to, I will do these shows legally. And then if I'm no longer able to do this voice legally, I will find a way to do it illegally. Ham radio. Amen. <laughs> and and if I can, if I can give a a plug for some of Bob's not only books, but his plays. Bob, your plays are brilliant. Um so um when I was in California a couple weeks ago, uh Bob actually gave me a few of his books and I'm I I couldn't like equal his play Equal Before All Kings. I I, I read it in like two nights. It was so good about uh about Philemon. Um, and then, uh, you know, the apostle Paul's a character and so forth. Such a great book, the melting candle, another great play. And then of course your crown and the crystal series. So Bob, I, I've been thoroughly enjoying your books. And if you want some great reading, Bob did not ask me to do this, but if you want some fantastic reading to kind of get your mom, we all need breaks. We need breaks from the politics. Mm -hmm. We absolutely need breaks from the politics. We need to be spending time with God mm. in the Word. We need to be in prayer. Like, it's it's so important. We can't be politics all day, every day. The Scripture didn't say meditate on the Gateway Pundit day and night. You know, it said to to meditate on God's Word day and night. You know, so, and I, I can, and trust me, man, I, I'm in the, kind of in the news business now. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously, depending on your occupation, you have to be more more focused on some things than others. But I just say this: Bob's books have been a fantastic uh, re reprieve from a great mental, uh, not a mental break, because you do need to think, obviously, to read the books, but uh, uh, just a, a mental refreshing and just wonderful story. So, um, if you go to cgmradio.com/slash Bob, or if you just go to bobsiegel.net. Uh, his books are there and, you know, links to his books and stuff like that. So, uh, Bob, I don't know how are, are these plays in production? Is anybody going to produce these plays? They're they're well, genius. Some of them have been produced. All of them I have performed as one man plays, but I've never been my own best uh, publicist. I've okay. concentrated more on the art. Sure. That probably sounds like some kind of false humility, but it, I really do just love the art for the art's sake. But if you know publicists, if you know people that are interested, I wouldn't object. Yes, some of the plays have been produced. 
but uh, not all of them. But I, I keep writing them. So. Oh well, they're fantastic, and I just want to say, you know, Bob, your show came on the CGM Radio Network in June, and it's just been a absolute privilege having you having you on the show. It's it's been it's been incredible and really so necessary, especially during this this trying time in our in our nation's history yeah. and trying time for so many millions of people personally, kind of having your voice consistently has been, has been huge. It's been huge, you know, for, for all of us. So I just want to say thank you. It's, it's, it's been wonderful. And, and I'm looking forward to what you have uh, for 2021. Well, Ryan, it's, it's really been an honor and Jim and I were already friends for years, but it's been great to get to know you. I'm looking forward to getting to know JP better too. And it's just great to have some new friends. And especially, you know, the old saying, it's times like this that you realize who your friends are. Here, We're all saying things over the air, which I, there's probably not a huge radar on this network yet. But if Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her hordes and minions get in control, mm. uh, there's nothing they might not do. And with yeah. that, I do need to sign off. Please, gentlemen, feel free to keep the show going another hour without me. But... <laughs> I've got to sign off for another meeting, but God bless all of you. All right, sounding you, like Tim now. God bless us, everyone. Everyone. All right, thanks, Bob. <laughs> thanks. We'll see you all next right, time. Bye-bye. See ya. Oh, that's great. So, uh, well, I guess we're we're kind of we've we've definitely uh, uh, kind of revved the engines of revolution. Uh, it's well, we it, we know we know we all don't want that. And and we all agree, yeah, and yeah. and I think that that the the whole point and the rant I had earlier was about the steam building, and and there's got to be an outlet, and I do believe that this is not something that goes on for another twelve, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, twenty years. I think this is the yeah. moment in time where God says straighten up, straighten up. I've got to clean this garbage up. I will not be mocked, and I'm going to this whole government. You've got in God we trust all over the place, mm, and yet these things are occurring so i think god's had enough and donald trump's the only guy who could who could shoulder this at this point in history yeah. and it's just that's how i feel that that with all this being in place he's got nothing to lose he's yeah. not a spring chicken and he certainly is 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 in more danger of just walking away than pulling something off where he's got the entire country yeah. behind him and i do say we surround them Glenn Beck, I've said it before. He says that, or said it back in the day. And it's true. We surround them. Yeah. Okay? They know it, too. It's true fear. It's good versus evil. This is a God versus Satan and this fractured, broken world that he has uh, a temporary control of. Uh, but it, it's a good versus evil, and there's something going on behind the scenes, I think, that's bigger I than just Democrat versus Republican. Yeah, That's a really good point. Yeah. And we need to remember that always as believers. Yeah, no question. I, I, it's going to be these next few days. My question, if I could, if Donald Trump was sitting across from me and I could ask him a question, this is the question that I would ask him. Mr. President, would you rather spend the rest of your days behind bars or would you rather spend the rest of your days and beyond as a legend of history. Like that that would be mm. who stepped up and saved the American Republic. And without the American Republic, you really don't have a free world because if, if you lose America, I, I, these smaller mm -hmm. countries that try mm -hmm. to have some semblance of freedom, they need us. They need us to have that. If they're going to have 
any support on the world stage. I do, there will be, I, I think there would be more and more of some type of, of domino effect in that regard. So, Mr. President, do you want to spend the rest of your days behind bars? Or do you want to step up and be the man that is needed and perhaps that God has called you to be in this hour and in this time? Because if the Democrats take control, it's, it's uh, I'm not saying our lives are over. I'm not saying God's kingdom is certainly not over. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom that won't be destroyed. But I've always felt like there was more to this because it's not about Trump. You know, for the longest it's for the longest time it's not about republic. It's not about Trump. It's about what God is doing. And when you see the hand of God on somebody and you see the impact on the world stage just in the past few months he's gotten four Middle East peace deals between Israel and these formerly uh, enemy Arab states, amongst all the other stuff that he's done, you just go, something more is going on. And I believe that this is his time. And and I, I think that especially you talk about there's more with us than we surround them. I think when it comes to the military, you know, the, the, the military came out and they said that, well, the the military has no, you know, after General Flynn met with Trump and they talked about using the military and all this, then the military comes out and says, you know, we uh, we have no role in determining the outcome of elections. And the reality is, is that, well, yeah, we, we realize that, but that's not what we're asking. The, the military should play a role if necessary. It's best if they never have to play a role at all, but if necessary in preserving the American Republic. Like, if they're not there to do that, if they're, if they're, what, what is their job? To spend 800 years in Afghanistan? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. To spend another mm-hmm. 40 years, 50, 100, 200 years spread across the earth? No, it's here to defend our republic. If not defend to defend freedom, the very liberty basis. Of us, the people. Yes, by which... Our whole system functions. If they don't care about that, I mean, what are they there for? It, it, it's it's like it's like they're there to go and just protect everybody else around the world, except for us, and except the very system that has that gives us our constitution and our freedoms. Am I insane? To me, I'm a pretty simple dude. Like this is black and white. It's unbelievable. I don't know, no, guys. Th- you're I mean, right. That's th- this, no. It's as simple as that's what at. they're there we're for. At a precipice. Yep. We're bring them all. Bring them all home and put them on the borders. I mean, it's I'm as just, simple. And I'm just saying, I wonder what percentage of the military would follow him. You know, and and top and there's top brass reporting. He's got. He now has a MAGA Secretary of Defense. He has a MAGA Undersecretary of Defense. The special forces are Now's now the time to take are, are now reporting directly to them, bypassing the Joint Chiefs. I, I'm just. I don't know, guys. No, that sets the table for something that counter that contradicts what you said earlier about things not going his way. I think for such a time as now, I think January sixth. I think January twentieth. I think we have some dates coming up that we got to keep an eye on. I think that I, Donald Trump gets energized. From the people. He does. He yeah. gets energy from it. He will it's see gonna, he this last March, y'all, that was huge. Huge. It gave him the opportunity to, to he, it is his 
oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it is his, uh, he has now got a mandate. He has a mandate to go out and fight this and to win this. Absolutely. And he'll see it again January 6th. People are going to show up. You know, they've been canceling hotel rooms on, on folks, right? You've heard all that? All that? I, I did. I you heard that? some rumblings yeah. about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No pun intended. Was that on Rumble? No, I wasn't. Well, that parlor. <laughs> anyway, so... Yeah, that was shameless rumbler. Anyway, do they so, book the hotel in the parlor? Maybe. Ooh, the, the, the parlor of the hotel. You're sending. Listen, listen, descending. Yep, just like 2020 in March. <laughs> anyway, but we absolutely uh, are going to see something great on January 6th, and I, I do believe that again. If God has this planned, I don't care who you are. Yes, you've got no shot. So let's leave it. Leave it in the hands of God Almighty to to let all of this come full circle and let him i if let me tell you we've not talked much we could do a whole show on okay let's let's go through if donald trump wins let's talk about the next hundred days you know i I think that'd be a blast i would love he's got nothing to lose it's his second term he's got a mandate from 80 million people and i would love that's when you get the obamas the clintons the bidens you get these people the pelosi's the schumers you get these people and you put them and you put them on trial and you take the treasonist and you take them out to the court and i I won't say you know we're going to hang them or anything but hang them <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it, yeah. but publicly you're speaking, too. You're speaking figuratively, of course. Yes. You know, hey, uh, yeah, no? like, like oh. Hangman, the Jeez. Hangman, the game. The... I mean, you know, do, but 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 make a spectacle of what happens when you yeah. try to undermine the system, and you're a criminal, and a liar, and a deceitful piece of human debris, and and we've got to take that stand, and that's where he's got to pull the trigger and be the champion and yeah. the hero and do what's right. He's got too many people looking at him and too many people that do support him. He may have a cabinet that's whispering in his ears, but he's got 80 million that are screaming at him from outside. And he's Did you see that yesterday? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go what ahead. you got, Jim? Gallup poll came out for the first time in 12 years. Mm. Barack Obama was not the most admired man. Donald Trump yes. is the most admired Man, wow! Holy. So, so yeah, he does have oh, the wait, support that, of the people. That doesn't align with what the media is telling me, Jim. Yeah, you know, well, you you haven't known me very long, but I have said for decades: on Judgment Day, media goes first. That's <laughs> 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 my story. I'm sticking While the, to it <laughs> because the fire is is gonna. It's just nice and hot and ready, and anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's a special place in, uh, in uh, his, it, the, the media, southern region for the those media folks, has right? been. It's been. Well, it's you know what? I, I have a theory that these people are all veiled, that they are Absolutely. non-believers. They can't see or understand truth, and it's staring them in the face. But what they are able to be is manipulated, and believe the lies. And there, it's easy uh-huh. for them to go down that road where you and I yeah. have discernment. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for discernment. We have the ability to understand and see and feel and, and very quickly discern from inside what's right and what's wrong and something's not right yeah, something in Washington, right, D.C. Exactly. So we can see and feel that the others go along with the lies because deception is yeah. easy when you're a non-believer and you do not have Jesus in your heart and you have none of that truth living in you, then you'll fall for every lie out there. My wife nailed it a few years ago. She said, uh, 
that the enemy is the prince and the power of the airwaves. And uh, oh wow, <laughs> that's good. Isn't it? <laughs> it's good. And, uh, and if you'd like, this is a good segue for me to talk about. Since you asked, yes, and, please. And wrapping up, we're, we're supposed to do that. Um, and tomorrow uh, there will be a new uh, podcast on since you asked, and it's wrapping up the year. And we're going to talk about the Sabbath because I think this has been an exhausting year Ugh. for many people. So tomorrow, um, tune in to uh, Since You Ask on CGM Radio and um, going to talk about the need for a Sabbath rest. Mm. And that's how we're closing out the year. And then next week, um, the podcast will be on where there is no vision, the people perish. Hmm. And so these things all tie into what we're talking uh, about right now. Question. And uh, uh, want to encourage people to, to seek spiritual vision. I'm not talking about weird, you know, uh, kind of stuff. But the fact that we, Jesus said, unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And so we need to have spiritual eyes. So that's what we're going to talk about next Wednesday. Uh, and, and I'm going to echo what Bob Siegel said. I have really, really loved being brought into this team and a part of, of the network, Ryan. Um, it was a real godsend for me. And as you know, I, I recently retired and there was that point thinking, well, what am I going to do with all this time? And now I don't have any time because I'm doing <laughs> podcasts and I'm writing books and I'm doing the Bob Siegel show and I'm just... Uh, and it's it's awesome. It's like wow. a new lease on life for me. So thank you for uh, oh, man. being I'm, a part of my life. Well, as, as I've mentioned before, your show is a direct answer to prayer. When I knew CGM Radio was, or when CGM Radio was was birthed, when you know out of just a solo podcast, Mideast News Brief, that's now defunct and changed to World News Brief. I knew that I wanted a dedicated Bible show, and I never knew who it was going to be, and it took over a year to get it, but it was worth the wait. And Jim, we are just incredibly, incredibly privileged to have you, to have the the, the wisdom that comes from from your show. I, I, I learned so much listening to your show, and even make, make sure to uh, your I, I love your Bethlehem Star theory. By the way, <laughs> that's a great. That's it's a theory. It's, it's a theory. theory. You got to listen to the show though. You got to go to cgradio.com/ask and uh, uh, which which show was that uh, specifically with the? I guess I have to go go back and look, but it's one of the last few Christmas shows. It was it was two weeks ago, I believe. Two weeks um, ago, I, I think I did three or four Christmas yes. uh, messages, which is you know very consistent with me because I did that for 40 years as a pastor. Uh, you know, when December rolled around, the congregation knew it's going to be Christmas all Christmas stuff. music right. and every message is going to be the Christmas story. Yeah. So, uh, exactly. but that it was a nice twist on that one. And, and did, now you have a, a, you're working on a book or a couple of books right now. Do you want to say a few words about that? Well, sure. Uh, now the first one is, um, we, I just got the number back from the Library of Congress, so it has been officially uh, copyrighted in the Library of Congress, and now we're searching for the right uh, printer. The truth is I'm probably going to do it on the Kindle press so that you know it's less expensive and it, and it can be available immediately, um, but that will be available very soon. Um, and the truth is, here's a, here's a secret. Some of my podcasts are taken out of that book. In fact, the one next week about vision 
This book is titled Discovering and Developing Your Five Spiritual Senses, and there's a spiritual sense of sight. So you're going to get a little taste of that uh, next Wednesday. Um, the next book that I'm getting ready to submit um, is called Why You Are Here. And it's specifically, what is the purpose of man on the earth? And there's been a lot of things said and things that people just kind of uh, cliche things that people uh, parrot and um, without thinking. And I did some very in-depth research as to why God put man on the earth. And so why you are here will be the next book. And I'm halfway through, maybe two-thirds of the way through, I'm writing a novel. I, I took my cue from Bob Siegel, so I'm writing a fiction. And it's going to be weird. It's very Stephen Kingish. Oh, um, and intriguing. It, it, it'll creep some people out. And Christi uh, just, just a Christian disclaimer, horror? people are going to read it and go, did a pastor yeah. write this? <laughs> uh, just to remind you that Stephen King's father was a pastor. So um, oh, wow. anyway, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm having a blast writing things and being creative. And it, it's, it, it's actually been great timing for me because not only with retirement, but COVID, I have uh, to find a different way to express myself. So right. having a blast doing all of those things. And, and uh, we will shamelessly plug those every yes. chance we get. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, just make sure. Go to cgmradio.com slash ask and subscribe to gems it's a weekly show we drop the podcast on wednesday they're usually they're really not long shows 15 20 at most maybe 25 minutes but a but just solid solid biblical truth that is it's just encouraging it's edifying it's challenging so uh definitely check that check that out um so so jim before we end off with jp yeah. uh, any you know there's so much discussed today, so much that has happened this year. Yeah. You know, what what are your final thoughts, especially as a pastor? And you know, what 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 would you like to what would you like to leave us with? Well, it's what I've said almost every time we've done crosstalk that I've been a part of it. And then I've said for a couple of years now, closing out uh, the Bob Siegel show whenever I've been the, the rotating co-host. Um as much as I love Donald Trump and as, as much as I would love to see what you guys are talking about happen, and I will rejoice as well. The reality for me is the only thing that will save this country is a genuine spiritual revival. And um, I'm sticking to that. Amen. That's what I'm praying for. Now, maybe that comes, uh, maybe Donald Trump is, is a tool uh, that brings that about. I don't know. Maybe something horrific brings that about. But I think if we don't have a genuine re uh, renewal, revival, people turning to God, repenting of their sin, and getting on their face and seeking him, then I don't think we're going to see um, our best. Yeah, yeah you're That's right. It. You're right. right. Without Because if we have a revolution uh, politically, but along with that, a, a spiritual revolution does not follow. Right. Then we're just destined to what what's happened again. Well, uh, all right. Well, yep. that's right. JP, um, I guess final well, thoughts yep, and and yep. what can people kind of expect from Absolutely. JP's political matrix in the yeah. 
Man, I appreciate it. And, and uh, boy, Bob and Jim, you guys are, are just an inspiration. Uh, you guys are, you oh, know, uh, to be surrounded by such, uh, you know, all this overachievement is amazing. I'm just over here just, you know, I'm, I'm reading books. Uh, I'm not writing them necessarily uh, uh, yet, but I've got some great ideas. But uh, I don't know if I'll go down Stephen King's road, but uh, <laughs> it might be something a little, a little different. But... Uh, I will say that JP's political matrix, uh, we've been on hiatus. I've had a lot going on, uh, including uh, the wonderful COVID experience that I went through, but it's not, not, not terrible. I mean, I didn't get on the hydroxychloroquine. I didn't, you know, I just kind of did the homeopathic items and went down that road. But uh, the experience was, you know, the, the cough and the whatnot, but just trying to kind of quarantine, stay away, but uh, a, a few weeks of that, but, you know, got through it. And uh, had a, a family move. I mean, we did a lot of things, you know, and a lot of exciting uh, life uh, events that occurred that were that were heavy that we just had to go on hiatus. We just couldn't keep the show rolling. Uh, it's, it's time. It just wouldn't work with everything going on. And, of course, uh, you know, I'm still full-time employed, of course. So uh, with all of that... Um, I told uh, told Ryan we're ready to get things rolling again. We're going to get the studio all set up, and we're going to get shows going out the door again. Looking forward to that. If not, uh, you know, once a week, then twice a week, and we'll certainly uh, get that going as soon as we can. A few logistics we've got to get worked out, but I'm excited. JP's Political Matrix will be back dropping um, at least once a week. I'm thinking a couple times a week would be my goal, uh, short term, and we'll keep going. My end of the year, 2020 thought would be uh keep the faith and stay hopeful uh, i do believe there's a lot of good and a lot of prayers behind this president and this movement and whatever the end result looks like or is we know jesus christ is our king of king and lord of lords we know this however with the ushering in of a liberal Democrat governing body, we know with our liberty and freedoms wrapped up in that is our ability to worship freely. And I believe that would be in jeopardy as well as so much more. And that's their number one enemy. And we all know the devil knows that. So you don't think that freedom is going to be one of the first things to go? When he's got control of these people's hearts and minds. So that's the concern. And that's why I do believe that a miracle is what it will take. But I do think the stage is set for such a miracle. So I believe we're going to witness something great. And it will draw people unto the Lord and that freedom will Re, re, you know, uh, re, be retained in the United States of America because we're a light to the world. I think we're going to look back on this time and because there's many times I've thought, what a time to be alive. Amen it, to that. It stinks at times. It has really stunk at times. Let me just say you that the week after the election, mm-hmm. woo, I don't know about yeah. you guys, it's a little rough for me. A little yeah, rough for it, all of us. It, it was tough. It was tough. Either um, way, the next year is going to be very interesting. Very. And what a time to be alive, right? I, what a time. What a time. I, I know. I rejoice in it. We are here. We're not here by accident. Right. God put us here and placed us yeah, here in this right. time for his yeah. kingdom, 
for his purposes. More people are praying now, Jim, than have ever prayed before. Yeah. I do believe. So you yeah. know what? People are. Yeah, I think there's a revival. Right. People are repenting. People are praying. The prayer warriors right. of the world yeah. are at war right now. There, there are. I will. Right say, now I will say this: there are people interested in God and in Jesus. I, I think because of what's going on politically that I, I think in some ways may not have been. The rapture's I, been talked about more more in the last, you know, five months than in the last five years. Yeah, it's... On it, social media. It, it's like 1988. 88 reasons Jesus is going back to 1988. <laughs> it's like that all over again. You, you know what? I spoke on a, I remember on a that, Sunday night tape. on, on uh, the first Sunday in 1989, and I brought a, a big stack of books up, and I said, we're having a clearance sale out in the lobby, and one of them was 88 Reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I remember <laughs> and that. And the other was, can Reagan beat the zero? Chris, there was a whole bunch of those things where the prophecies didn't quite work out the way the author thought Oh, they my would. gosh. I would love to have a copy of <laughs> Boy, 88 reasons why the rapture will happen tape. in 88. And then I'd yeah. also love to have the copy of 89 reasons why the rapture will happen in 89. I think he yeah. stopped after that, though. Right, I, right, I right. I don't think anyone so, would buy that you know, third book. With that, <laughs> with that, it's been a pleasure. And Jim and yeah. Bob has, has signed off. But I've really enjoyed. And thank you, Ryan, for allowing me to be a part. Oh, uh, I just come with kind of current events, uh, uh, you know, a common sense point of view take on current events and and the politics of the day and what's going on uh, from a middle aged guy with uh, kids and a wife and just living life kind of as normal Joe. And I'm just out here uh, giving my perspective, but I appreciate this. I've enjoyed it. My, my history is radio television broadcasting. I went to school for it. I don't do that for a living. It's not my, it's not what I do, but it is something that I enjoyed. That's why I went to school. So to have that outlet, uh, thank you because I enjoy it. It's what I've loved uh, and it's nice to come full circle and, and have this be a part of my life again oh. in this way. So well, thank it's you. Been, awesome. Yeah, JP, you're phenomenal at what you do. I, uh, you know, I think I, I knew a year before you started your show that I, I wanted you to join the network and it's just been, it's been phenomenal having you. I feel like uh, I think to myself, oh my gosh, what if this guy had, you know, uh, all day, every day to do this, like, you know, guys like Rush do. And you would be, I mean, you would be lethal, man. You're very, yeah. very good at yeah. what you do. And it's it's been a privilege to have you. So thank you for being on board. I, I love this show and I love uh, what it's becoming and what it's going to, what it's even going to, what it's going to grow into. Um, and uh, I, I just, uh, I just want to say, I guess maybe for my, for my final thought is, uh, you know, Looking ahead with World News Brief, typically what World News Brief has been, it has been, you know, finding that the top stories, the top news from around the world, and discussing those, reading from them, talking about them, commenting on them, just informing information, true news, hopefully, with, with commentary, right? That's been kind of the idea. And it hasn't been like that since the election. World News Brief has not been like that. Uh, and really since just... Uh, the day of the election uh, as well. I had a show that that came out. I, I've really, since I started Mitty News Brief beginning of last year and then switching it to World News Brief, actually at JP's suggestion on Easter Sunday, actually, as we were having lunch, um, had some families together. And, you know, usually you don't, usually you spend Easter with family, not friends, and just COVID changed everything. But, um, uh, you know, so that's usually, I, I've been really wanting to stay away from domestic politics. I've never 
wanted to do any commentary on just domestic politics. My my interest and my focus has always been the international. Uh, I don't I don't like domestic politics. It's it's nasty. It's ugly. It's dirty. Not that that stuff isn't in international news as well, but it's just it it feels less sucky. You know what I'm saying? And but what what has happened with this election and what what I've seen what what I've seen is that is that as much as I tried to escape it, I really couldn't because the international was coming to our national communism and socialism, which are just unbelievably destructive and and that has caused misery and poverty for hundreds and hundreds of millions across the globe. They're now pitching it to us like this is something that's going to be good for us because we're going to stick it to the rich and we'll have equality. And we all know we're not going to get into all that right now. These are closing thoughts. But I, I got pulled in. T- I, I, I couldn't help it. And then with this election, this right now, and I've said it multiple, we are suspended in world history right now. It's a bizarre time. It's a bizarre feeling. We're so used to stability. We're not used to being in, if you call it a, perhaps we could say we're in a digital civil war. We're not in a physical civil war. And we're not used to being in a revolution. This uh, civil war happened almost 200 years, you know, 160 years ago. The Revolutionary War happened 246 years ago. But yet here we are. We're, we're, here we are. We're, we're, it's like, I feel like we're, the country is hanging by a, a spider web and we're just dangling. It's, it, it's a straight, it's, it's an exhilarating and it's an infuriating and probably some other aidings that, you know, <laughs> time to be alive. It's, it, it is, it is truly, it is truly remarkable. And so I, on, on World News Brief, I am going to continue to follow this election. I have a show coming up. I'll probably, uh, we'll probably drop it um, uh, New Year's Eve morning. Uh, December 31st morning, so tomorrow. We'll probably drop it tomorrow morning. Uh, I'll probably record it tomorrow, drop it tomorrow morning, and it's called the, the Rubicon option. The Rubicon option. Look it up. That's that's where we've come to a, as a nation. I don't like this. I wanted Trump to just win and we move on, and he keeps making America great. That's not where we're at. You know, it's, it's kind of like when one of, I think what might be the greatest moment in cinema history is that conversation and 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 the minds of moria between gandalf and frodo and 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 frodo says i wish the ring had never come to me and he says that it's not for us to decide it's not it's like i forget exactly what he said but it's not that's not up to us it's what to do with the time that is given to us. And, and, and that's, where, that's where we're at as a nation. And that's also where we're at as believers, as, as followers of Jesus Christ, who, because we know the book of Revelation says, this might be my favorite verse in Scripture, I don't know, but where it says the kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign 
forever. And so we know that the, even the, the Republic of the United States, and who knows, maybe in a few short days will be the kingdom of the United States, but we know either way it will fade away and the kingdom of God will be fully established here on earth. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is ultimately, as, as, as believers, that's what we're about. I love my country. I love the United States. And I'm, I'm going to fight for the preservation of the republic. But my, my first and my primary and my ultimate allegiance is, is to God, to his son, Jesus Christ, to, to, his, to his kingdom, to Aslan's country. Uh, that's, that's what we're about. But on World News Brief, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep we're gonna keep fighting. We're gonna keep discussing this issue. We're gonna keep we're, we're in this. We're in this. We're in this to the end. You know, I, I don't believe that God blessed us with this country, greatest country in the history of mankind, till we just like kind of step back and let it be flushed down the toilet. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. So we'll we will fight for we will fight for we will fight for that. We'll keep we'll keep discussing that. We'll keep uh you know and it ain't over till it's over. And, and even if it were to be over, we still got options after that. It, it's never going to be over. If they're going to try to destroy our country, if they're going to try to rip away our constitutional freedoms, if if they're going to turn this country into a banana republic, they we will fight and we will we will not fight and we will make their lives miserable all the while praying for them to come to know Jesus <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's that's where i'm at that's where i'm J- no yeah but, that's good way to, way to end way to end 2020 so but you know guys i love you guys this has been a thrill Likewise. this has been a thrill I just want to say to the audience that's been with us and followed us and subscribed to our shows and listen in, thank you. Thank you for going on this the journey. The best is yet to come. With us. Yeah, the best is yet to come. It is, absolutely. This was the ramp. This was the on-ramp. 2021, we're going to pull up, wheels up. Yeah, this is... It's, we're going to take off 2021. This, this is Formula One. Formula One World Championship in Paris or something. That's 2021. I mean, we're 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 putting the pedal to the metal we're not stopping look guys if we can if we can get through these past two mm-hmm. months we can mm-hmm. get through anything mm-hmm. right let's do these it these past Leave two that. months were brutal yep i'm with you we can get through anything so let's so let's do this well guys thank you for uh yep. for joining us on crosstalk uh, and to the audience again thank you so much for joining us this year we look forward to having you for this year and years to come so much good stuff ahead make sure to follow us on social media we're on parlor we're on facebook and we're on twitter at cgm radio news at cgm radio news so make sure you're following us there go to cgm.news that's our news aggregator where we put the hottest news where we put all of our all of our shows once they're once they're posted also as i mentioned earlier they're in, highlighted in red. What can you do? There are things you can do between now and January 6th. All that involves is getting on your computer and making a few phone calls. And we've got the resources there for you. Come January 7th, we'll see what you need to do. We don't know right now. But that's what you can do between now and also pray. Pray, 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 pray. Also, cgmradio.com. And you can also uh, to subscribe to all the shows and email us, victory at cgmradio.com victory at cgmradio.com. Well, guys, thanks again. 
And we'll see you next crosstalk. We'll be next year, right? Next crosstalk. Yeah, next year. See you next year. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs> see you next year. All right. God bless.